0: Hi, Mystery Recapped here. Today, I'm going to explain an American science fiction action film called Aeon Flux. Spoilers ahead, watch out and take care. A deadly virus wiped out 99% of humanity in 2011. A person named Trevor Goodchild finds a cure for the virus and saves 1% of the human population. The remaining 1% consists of 5 million surviving people who now live in a city called Bregna The premise of the movie is set in the year 2415, 404 years after the pandemic. The city of Bregna has changed completely. At first glance, it looks like a perfect utopian city with happy people and a better quality of life. Massive concrete walls surround the circular city to stop people from going outside the premises and potentially catching the virus. Bregna is technologically advanced and has a massive spaceship-like object levitating over the city. For the past 400 years, the Goodchild dynasty has been ruling the city. However, the government hides a secret from its people. Many people vanish mysteriously and frequently and no one knows why. Even weirder is that the whole population gets strange nightmares and the government requests it to be treated. Everyone suspects that it is the government that is involved in the disappearances, but no one is brave enough to stand against the Good Childs, except for a group of people called the Monicans. Monicans are an underground rebel organization that aims to get the answers to the frequent disappearance and fight against the absolute rule of the Good Childs. The protagonist of the movie, Aeon Flux, is a highly skilled assassin and a warrior who works secretly with the monikins. At the beginning of the movie, we see her walking through the streets of the beautiful city. She meets a man at a junction and the two kiss. We see the man transfer a pill from his mouth to hers as they kiss. When the two separate and go their own way, Aeon takes the pill. It is an advanced telepathic technology used by the Monikins to communicate with each other. By taking the pill, Aeon is able to talk to the leader of the Monikins named Handler. She provides her with a new mission to sabotage the good child's central surveillance facility. Later we see Aeon walk through a busy street in the city. An old man shows people a picture of his daughter asking if someone has seen her. Aeon meets her younger sister Una and the two plan to meet for dinner that night. After her meeting with Una, she goes to the good child's headquarters and very swiftly kills the three guards outside. She goes further in and defeats the other guards too. They do not match Aeon's fighting and spying skills. She jumps inside through the roof and sees the life of every person in the city being watched through some kind of technology. Aeon then plants a bug in the place and completes her mission successfully. That night, Aeon is going to Una's apartment but on her way, she sees two men carrying Una's body away. She is shocked and freezes in her tracks. Some guards bring Una's boyfriends behind her. He looks at Aeon and tells her that Una wasn't a Monokin, suggesting that she was killed for being misunderstood as a Monokin. Aeon cannot stop thinking about her sister at night. She pledges to take revenge on the people who got her killed. A microphone embedded permanently on her ear tells her that Handler wants to see her. She uses telepathic technology to meet the leader. She hands her a new mission, the most important mission they have had yet. It is to kill the man who has made the cure and chairman of the Goodchild's rule, Trevor Goodchild. Aeon accepts the mission delightedly because she is getting a chance to kill the murderer of her sister. Handler blows her pollen from a flower and embeds Aeon with the plan of the mission. Sathandra, Aeon's friend and a fellow member of the Monikin, will help her cross the border, which is the first step of the mission. The following day, Aeon and Sathandra start the plan. They run through the restricted premises of the Goodchild's residence and are shot by several weapons planted on the trees. Sathandra helps Aeon to get through the traps and leaves her to complete the rest of the mission alone and waits outside for her. Inside the massive residence, we see Trevor Goodchild talk to his brother and a co-member of their government, Orin Goodchild. The two talk about a system their world is working on. Trevor is actively trying to better the said system because it harms the people currently, but Orin is in the favor of continuing the current system even though it is hurting the people. Sometime later, Aeon finds Trevor in an auditorium practicing a speech. She comes in front of him and points her gun at him. However, before she can pull the trigger, Trevor calls her Catherine. Aeon gets a flashback of two people kissing and cannot seem to shoot him. Someone from behind her knocks her unconscious. When she opens her eyes, she is in a cell. One of the walls becomes transparent, revealing Trevor standing on the other side. Aeon asks him about calling her Catherine earlier, but Trevor doesn't tell her why he did. He claims it is good to see her again and leaves. A part on the wall reverses, offering her food and water but Aeon suspects that the water is spiked by looking through her microscope embedded in her eyes. She takes a sample of it with her. She then calls on some marbles that she had spread throughout the facility. The marbles explode, creating an opening, through which Aeon runs away. Then we see Oren and other members of the government, who aren't fond of Trevor's idea, talk about Aeon's escape. Oren dismisses them all but later meets Trevor's secretary, Inari. As they talk, we get to know that Oren was the one who manipulated the Monikins into wanting to kill Trevor. He wants his brother dead and wants to do it discreetly so his death won't track back to him. Aeon then goes to see Una's boyfriend who tells her that the liquid she was given has a message that will be told to her when she drinks it. Aeon then drinks the liquid and Trevor talks to her in her head. He asks her why she didn't kill him earlier when she had a chance and then he calls her to a place. Aeon rushes to go meet him. She asks him for an answer to all this, but he instead questions her why she is here, wanting her to remember the truth herself. In the heat of the moment, the two kiss. After a while, Aeon wakes up naked beside Trevor and is confused. She doesn't know what took over her earlier. She strangles him and knocks him out. Aeon then finds a secret door leading to a library. An armor suddenly latches onto her and brings her to Trevor's lab. She sees that he has been performing some kind of experiment. But just then, she is confronted by Trevor's personal security and assistant, Freya. Freya knows her as the assassin sent to kill her boss, so she attacks her. The women get into an intense fight, both equally skilled. In the end, Aeon manages to escape through a secret opening. When Trevor comes back to consciousness, Freya tells him that she escaped and he asks her to bring Aeon back alive. Oren and the other officials see that Trevor and Freya have slept together. They believe that Trevor has betrayed their trust by welcoming a member of the Monachan, so they want to dethrone him altogether. She goes back to meet Sithandra and tells her she has aborted the mission. They get into an argument after which Aeon ties Sithandra up and runs away. She sees the floating structure in the sky through which the Good Childs keep an eye on the citizens. She climbs up to reach it. Inside, she sees a strange man controlling a strange panel. The man sees Aeon and welcomes her back He points towards a direction and disappears, leaving a confused Aeon to do whatever she likes. She goes to the panel and realizes the device has information about everyone in the city, so she searches for her sister's name. As it turns out, Una has been reborn as Sasha Prilo. She gets her address and runs to see her sister. Meanwhile, Sithandra informs Handler about Aeon's betrayal. Handler assigns more members of the Monakins to eliminate Aeon. Trevor reaches the flying object and meets the man who happens to be the ship's keeper. After knowing she went to see her sister, Trevor runs there too. Aeon holds her baby sister with teary eyes when Trevor reaches there. He finally reveals to her the truth about Bregna. When the virus first spread 400 years ago, Trevor and a group of scientists developed the cure and saved some of the world. But the cure had a terrible side effect. It made all the women infertile. So, humans only had that one generation to live. However, Trevor saved them when his cloning experiment was successful. He cloned the DNA of every person alive and gave them a rebirth. Every person born in the last 400 years is a clone of the ones who were cured. That is why people have strange dreams. The dreams are the memories of their past lives. That is also the reason the population of the place has remained 5 million for all these centuries. When a person dies in the city, The ship's keeper recycles their DNA and assigns it to someone else. The citizens are unknown to this and think they have a natural pregnancy, but in reality, the keeper of the floating ship finds a suitable couple to impregnate and induce the woman with a chemical pregnancy. When they visit the doctor to see if they are pregnant, the cloned embryo is planted in her. That way, she gives birth to a clone of someone who has recently died. For the past seven generations, Trevor and Oren have cloned themselves and taught their younger versions all the things they need to know. Then Trevor also tells Aeon that this method is not permanent, and he has been looking for a way to reinduce natural pregnancy for all these years. Turns out, Una was subject to Trevor's experiment, who had successfully been pregnant naturally, but Oren killed her because he wants the cloning process to go on forever, so he can live forever. He wants to be immortal. As Aeon looks at her sister, the place is attacked by Oren's men. But with Aeon's fighting skills, she protects Trevor and the two manage to run away from the place while being pursued by the men. They reach a train station and escape by boarding a train, however, Trevor has been shot. Aeon quickly takes him to a nearby quiet area and takes the bullets out of his body. She peels off her skin and puts it on his, healing his wounds. Trevor then claims that they have to go to his lab to collect his files on the experiment he performed on Una so he could induce natural pregnancy again. Aeon asks him about their relationship and Trevor claims that she was Catherine, his wife, 400 years ago. Oren has told Trevor that she died because of the virus but her DNA clone was protected. Aeon is beyond surprised but they do not have much time to chat. When the two reach his lab, they see Freya dead and all his reports have been burned. Trevor wants to run away from the city, but Aeon insists on doing one last thing before leaving. She wants to destroy the floating ship because she believes that cloning is playing with nature. Humans are supposed to die and she doesn't want that to change anymore. But before she can shoot the ship down, Oren and his men surround the two. At the same time, Sithandra and her Hermonikin's team climb at a high point to assassinate Aeon. Oren then reveals to Trevor that more and more women started getting pregnant, not because of Trevor's experiment, but because they were healing from the cure's side effects. So he killed them all, including Una. That is why the citizens have been disappearing mysteriously. He now plans to kill both of them and continue the world of cloning. As they talk, Aeon notices Sithandra far away. She uses telepathy technology to convince her to help them. Sithandra and her group begin to shoot at the guards to save Trevor and Aeon. During the shootout, Oren is injured. Sithandra's group manages to kill most of Oren's guards. However, an injured Oren shoots Sithandra and drops her off the height, killing her. In the end, Trevor and Oren come face to face. Aeon shoots Oren dead and he points his gun at Trevor. Aeon then gets on the ship and explodes it, destroying the DNA clones stored inside. The ship goes flying and lands harshly on the city's perimeter wall. The people see the outside world for the first time. It seems fertile and full of vegetation, a land that can be inhabitable. The movie ends as we see a glance of Aeon and Trevor's life 400 years ago. Subscribe for more videos like this, turn on notifications, and leave a like to help the channel out. Thank you for watching.